Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. It is episode three. We are joined, as usual, by Dave and Andy. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello. We are, we're all good. We're all good in the room. Ped's here two weeks on the run and it's only midday. He's still normally got another four to three minutes. I've already, hang on. I'm like a dad on holiday. I've already took the dog for a walk and listened to a podcast. I'm flying. I'm on. I'm on dog mind and duty this morning. My, oh, I took my dog for the walk. That's not, well, not my dog for the week. It is uh, at eight oh three this morning. So hey, listen, beat this. I've done two loads of washing today already. He's on a roll. Day's winning. Oh, Andy, come on. What have you done? And hung it up. Do you know, I'm I'm covering the breakfast show this week, so I got a taxi at uh, quarter past four yeah, in the think, morning. It's the morning that Dave will resonate with Dave. It's mm. no time to be getting up, to be honest with it's you. It's a horrible yeah. time to be getting up. And, horrible and time to get up. Never, ever. People people always say, if you've done it for a while, they say, well, you must be used to it by now. And you never, ever get used to it, ever. Awful. I feel sweaty and scared. The worst bit is you've got all the time in the world, but no energy to do anything <laughs> with the rest of the day. Do you know what I mean? So, um, just one real quick question on dogs, right? Obviously, I'd love Go to on. get a dog at some... Have you all got dogs? Or is it no. I I haven't. I'm fighting a losing battle. Right. There's eighty percent of our household wants a dog, and twenty yeah. percent doesn't. And we haven't got one. So who do you think the twenty percent? <laughs> so there well, you go. I, I'd, I'd love to have one, but the only thing that's kind of put me off a little bit is like picking up the business. Yeah. Oh, I saw a guy outside the house the other day, and he just held a bag under its backside, and the dog did a poo straight into the bag. Oh. And I wonder whether that's like a game changer. Is that is that the you way see, forward? You see, I I think dog ownership was better in the seventies and eighties, where there wasn't that moral responsibility to pick it up, <laughs> and it was white. I think, I think well, it was the white dog, dog poo. By I the think way. it was yeah. I think it was more attractive to be a dog owner that now. And I'm completely with you. I wouldn't mind having a dog, except for that one aspect, and and it's socially irresponsible. It's Leave not, it on the floor. I I take my dog out for two times a day, and honestly, you just you forget, you forget. I mean, there's my missus has had to pull a sock out my dog's ass, and that that's a true story. It happens. People have to do weird things. No, no, it's just, it happens. Uh, listen, dogs not... eat anything. My dog, I've had it's to a sock. Has had a sock before, and and uh, my 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 uh, sister-in-law's dog had a sock, and then I, she had to pay three hundred pound for an injection to make her. Hang on, off. you can get a new dog for less than three hundred quid, can't no, you? No, you can't. You can't unless it's off. lockdown. Happens. Not unless it's in a pub and and it's a strange. <laughs> oh really? Okay. No, dog, no, dog, no. dog prices gone through the roof. Oh, oh, the that's market, where the money is. That's, that's where it. the money is. Honestly, You've got money. Put it in dogs. Dogs. They'll eat it anyway. It's like the transfer market for dogs now, isn't it? It's just gone up. No, they'll they'll. They'll eat it. My dog will eat anything. I've had to mm. have my dog taking the vet for eating chewing gum. Because you find out as well that so many normal things are just like kryptonite to dogs. Mm. So chewing... Chocolate is bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, chocolate's really bad. Yeah. Uh, chewing gum is really bad, I found out. So we ate a bit of chewing gum and I was like, oh yeah, sound, yeah, eat everything. No, straight to vets, £250. Don't pass, go. You see, the problem is... For him to go... Bleh. I hope my missus isn't listening to this because the chances now have gone down. Yeah, to get... Your kids must have had no bad things no, or, no. or your well, kids sweet. must have been sick. It's the same thing. Yeah. No, but it is, though. The best thing is, having a dog, you, you can get them insured and you can pay the money just to, you know, to have it sorted, to that, like it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you'd have to pay the insurance. Yeah. that's all it is. But so. Listen, listen. We'll, 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 I come back to, in, the, in the middle second. Dogs are the greatest dog. thing on it. Dogs are amazing. In the last 10 days, the only thing I've been upset by is seeing a corgi and, and a horse. Okay. Being upset. That's okay. the only Oh, Emma, Emma the horse. Oh, Emma that was horse. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, I just I think know. animals don't know. Don't no know. one can tell them. Maybe, but maybe they do. They have do. a sense of thing, don't well, But go. I think, just very quickly, on obviously what Andy's main issue is, and Dave as well. I am I'm terrible with stuff like that, right? But now I've no. got the responsibility of looking after a dog. I've picked two up this morning. Yeah. Straight, put the, the, the bag yeah. on the hand. What right? If the dog goes on grass, which is grass is the perfect thing because you can grab a bit of yeah. grass and then yeah. go in the scoop. Hide it, hide it, hide it. yeah, yeah. On yeah. concrete, it's harder, I'll be got, honest. You've all got kids, you've all been shit on oh. at some point. 
Let's be honest. Use of yeah. all. But by your own. <laughs> well, that's what you wear. Your dog becomes your own no, as well. No, you know, no, no. It just... Listen, I'm saying to you, I've done it. Uh, Why don't you people just go have out said to me in the past, you'll do that. Right? Yeah. And I wouldn't have ever done it. Well, right? we, but we, I do now. Until very recently, we had a studio dog. We had a, one of the what? guys. Oh, one of the guys from uh, from the, from the adjoining uh, fan channel had a dog. Oh, you mean from from those from the from the dark side? Yeah, dark yeah. Side. It was yeah, the, yeah. It was the it was the, the dog was called Darth but, Vader. But the dog was yeah. like the link. You know, it was the link to go and see. Like you go and you with money. Yeah, it would, yeah. Take, it would take you to into their studio. But he's that's left now and. Ross was a lovely fella, but the dog was well better. The dog like, was you know better what I mean? Well, like, the dog I, never. I feel like I, I need to message Ross, but really, I'm just messaging the dog. Do we? But, you, has your dog got a name after an Everton Everton player or anything? You my, anything like my that? first dog was called Duncan. Brilliant. Um, but my dog now is called Loki. I had a rabbit called Sheedy and another rabbit, I had a guinea pig called Nevin back in the day. Nevin? Nevin? That's a good name for a guinea pig. It yeah. probably done as much for Everton as Pat did, to be fair. But <laughs> apart from that goal against Man United, which was fantastic. But that's a lovely little link. Again, Andy there, just a seamless link into oh, Everton yeah. at the weekend. There was a game. Everton won. Won our first game of the season. Uh, we spoke about it last week, saying it'd be a tough game and and all of that. And it was. And um, But ultimately, ultimately, Andy, Everton came out the other side with the three points, which is all that matters. Well, see, I shouldn't be bothered about this because I watched it on the telly and then I watched it. I thought this is a rare treat. I'll get to watch Match of the Day because you very rarely get to watch Match of the Day being an Everton fan. <laughs> so I thought I'll watch it and see. Sometimes second times around, you get a different view on stuff. And they edited, edited us out of the highlights so that we literally had two kicks. You wouldn't even know we were in the game. And it was a different story. I mean, you know, I think it wasn't the greatest game of football in the world, but mm. I felt like we had tenacity and some of the tackles from Tarkovsky were absolutely fantastic been watching them again this morning uh, and just seeing Onana go into the crowd and do selfies and stuff like that and uh, the best bit is the, um, the clip in the tunnel with them all celebrating and stuff as they were coming yeah. back into the changing rooms something has happened at that football club and we're on I feel like we're on the turn for the better and it was just a really heartening performance and, and huge to, that, normally we we you know, praying for an international break as an Everton fan aren't you just get get everyone fit again just give us a bit of time to sort it out like mm. it's almost annoying now that the international breaks come up because I feel like we're on a bit of a roll Dave I agree and I think you know at the risk of of saying much the same thing week in week out you know we are like we said last week and the week before we are building mm. but I think we saw I think we we saw the the fruits of that and we got the result of that with the three points and for sure there is a culture change going on and I think that you can see that and and as Andy says you know even just in terms of some of the behind the scenes the the dressing room footage and whatnot of Iwobi and Onana and and and, and Gray and stuff and it just looks a happier place completely yeah, and um the way they fight for each other um and um you know, I just thought it was a much, much better performance. I thought, I thought Mope's goal. I thought he took it really, really well. I thought Awobi was outstanding. And once again, who would have ever thought that we'd be saying that? You know, when we sort of rewind the clock to the discussions we had last year and, and before that. So, yeah, it's just I think it was a, a much, much better performance. And I thought that they did deserve it. It was a tough game. It was always going to be a tough game, but they came out on top. Also, Nathan Patterson is just, mm. he's, the, he's the right back we've always wanted, do you know what yeah. I mean? And we deserve, he's, he's absolutely marauding, fearless, tries different stuff out, a, a real fan favourite, tough tackling. I absolutely love him. Mm. Yeah, and he, he needs a goal though, doesn't he? Needs a goal. He does, he does. Yeah. Andrew Townsend's come out, hasn't he, today and said, said it's all completely different, the atmosphere's different, uh, they're all loving it, they're all pulling in the same direction. And on the same day, you've got Rafa Benitez crying that, um, it's just because he was a red, and yeah, ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Very, what, although what I've you, never had a Christmas as bad as that. But what, <laughs> what you put, what you put, the, 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 there is obviously like the lads have just said there. We're seeing Onana doing the gritty and the changing with the Wobi and the, the. I'm shocked that you know what that dance. I've got is an eleven-year-old child. Is that like a hang four? On, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop there, right? Head of dance. What, what, what was he doing? He was doing a the, what? The gritty. The gritty. The gritty. Okay, never now heard, I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a father, yet. but I don't have an 11-year-old, so okay. maybe I'm out of touch. Explain to me what a gritty is. <laughs> the gritty is the dance. The sh you're not, I'm not going to get up and do it. You've well, done stuff. Mean, I think you have done this stuff before. I think you should. I think you should, Baz. It's yeah, a visual, no, it's it's a visual platform. 
Just watch it. Just watch Can it. Can we, we turn Baz into a gif? Um, well, he is. There is, a, there is a gif on Twitter mm. of, of, what was the one, Moish Key? Key, the woe. The woe. Baz did the woe in here once, right? In I've lockdown, I've no it. idea why. It, it was went, a piss take, but out. it was the worst thing I ever did. I mean, you say <laughs> you say it was a piss take. It looked pretty. I dance, mate. That's the thing. I Come on, then. No. No. Pull. Can't, yeah, can't anyway, get, can we can't just... we get you on whatever Channel Five version of Strictly is? Yeah, surely. <laughs> I need can we get you on that? <laughs> no, wouldn't it be something like? Wouldn't it be? So, it'd be one of those obscure yeah. ones. So on, now and again, you like just Charlotte, see. Charlotte. Now and again, you just see on Twitter someone will put. Uh, there's a gif of him doing this dance. Um, and yeah, so now and again, you ju- it just appears on Twitter. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's devastating. I can't get rid of it, but there you go. But he was doing anyway. So all of the celebrations, every we're seeing it in the stadium. We're seeing it at the final whistle. We're seeing Patterson win tackles and celebrating. What do you? Frank Lampard's been very, very. Um, he's put like loads of effort, I think, into trying to create this like we're in it yeah, together. Yeah. He knows what it takes to win. In, as a footballer, given that he's done so, is it all down to him, or, or do you think as oh, well who we brought in? Isn't it? It surely it's got to be down to the type of people we're, we're bringing into the club mm. and the type of people maybe we've got rid of out the club. And you know, you hear certain managers say, "Not you're about having a no knobhead policy," <laughs> and maybe that's all it is. You know, maybe that's all it is. It's just that you get you get good people in, you get good, honest, hardworking people in, and maybe it all clicks together. There doesn't seem to be. A hierarchy of terms of like financial, no one really sticks out. Mm. You've got good leaders now in Connor Cody and Tarkowski who are there, and you know they seem to be like the backbone. Mm. And and all the way through, you can't really, you can't really pick out too many people that you go. I'm not sure about him. He looks a bit of a badden because we've done very well in. I don't think there was too many badens anyway, but we've done really well in getting rid of the people that aren't really needed. You know, mm. it, you know, we heard the manager after the game on on Sunday. He was asked a question about Alan, and he said, "Well, he wasn't in the squad. He's basically sixth choice, and if we could get rid of him to Qatar or somewhere, we will." Mm. And that, I think that's really refreshing because for for years. We've had players that we didn't want, and obviously manager after manager. And Alan's a decent player, Alan by the way. Alan is a good player, someone who played lots of games last mm. season. But that shows you how far we've come. We, yeah. But but I think that's really good management because mm. the manager's just being honest, yeah. and he's he's not stringing people along. He's not he's not um, keeping people at the club that will uh, will make it toxic because they're not playing. They don't want to be there. And the manager or whoever at the club's keeping them around. So I think that's an important, important fact that there seems mm. to be probably more honesty and there just seems to be better people at the club. Mm. You only hear them from Frank Lampard, a little bit from Kevin Felwell and the players. All that other noise has disappeared, hasn't mm. it? So I think that's really positive. That's As an Evertonian, that's something I've we've always been used to. It's just good people. Um and not not a lot of noise, and that's that's exactly what we what we want. And the how impressed have you been by Connor Cody? Pez just mentioned him there. He was captain, obviously, on Sunday. Has he impressed you? I love it. I absolutely love it. And you could just tell he is loving being captain of the mm. club. It's, he's you know, he's completely honoured by it. He's uh, he's just living the dream. And just the pair of them, they're, they're the the, the centre back pairing. I think him and Tarkovsky that I've always wanted. You know, because you look back to the darker days of like. Keen and, and Holgate and all, you know, like just mm. being petrified and f- miscommunication and making loads of mistakes. Yeah. And it was terrible. I mean, I remember under Moyes, we you kind of felt quite comfortable when we kind of sit in and defend tough and, mm. and hit people on the break. And yeah, it's been a long time being comfortable with the way that Everton defend because before it was like, oh my God, a goal's going to happen any second. And we had a fair few corners to defend mm. um, at the weekend. But bearing in mind, we were terrible at defending set pieces. So that's another thing to Frank yeah. and you know, and the coaching staff are sorting that out. But it's just, I just feel like all we wanted was that spine and that grit and that, that snideness back. And I feel like we, we've got it. And it was just mm. a real, it was a real joy to see. And yeah, people might want to see a bit more attacking play. Or, and we definitely didn't have that, that quality in the final third. But mm. the intent was there. Uh, and, and I think just the, it's the small things that are changing, the, the little things we're doing right, which we weren't doing right before. And just people are helping each other out, chasing back and not switching off. And I just really enjoyed it. I know it, was, it wasn't the world's greatest game of football, mm. but for me, it was quite a big step on the road in Everton's recovery, rehabilitation, really. Dave, the, the, obviously Connor Cody's on loan. Um, mm. I think he's been superb since he came in. Would you would you make that permanent? Well, Everton have got the option. He's only 29. I think he's exactly the type of player we need in terms of everything else that he brings as well as how good a defender he is. 
I don't think there's any question. I mean, absolutely undoubted we should sign him permanently. I'm, I'm amazed that Wolves let him come out on loan. I really am. Mm. Because yeah. he's, a, he's a player who has, who has impressed me for years. Um, and I've always felt is just the sort of player that we need. And, you know, I think with him and Tarkowski there, and, and going back to what Ped was saying about the change in the personnel, I think that actually probably those two are, are more important than we even imagine, along with, with the culture that Frank's created, because we're talking about two senior players who have both been leaders before and have come in with their experience, you know, and actually knitting together. I mean, I'd also put, I'd also put Garner in there as well now, actually. Having been at the club before and coming back, I think there's certain key people who are, who are leaders in there and and sort of uh, keeping going the culture which Frank and his team have obviously installed. And it's now creating a happy place where people don't seem to be scared of playing for, for Everton. And, and, and also, you know, first and foremost, they've made themselves difficult to beat. You know, and, and as Andy was saying, I, and the goals will come when we get, get more attacking options up front. But actually, the, the one thing that we weren't before was difficult to beat, and we are now. And he sort of closed the door at the back and yeah, all day long signed Connor Cody. I think, he's, as well. I think he's class. Mm. One other thing which has been great is just seeing Tarkowski steam over and get involved in fights and them all fighting for each other. If there's ever a mm. rocker, I absolutely love it. He's straight in there like a hard man in a nightclub. I absolutely. <laughs> that for me is one of the best things. We haven't had anyone like that for ages. Do you know what I mean? Mm. No, we, we spoke about this the other day, didn't we? There was obviously the incident where Samaka clatters into Ghana in injury yeah. time, and, and it done Everton a favour, actually, because it was allowed the game. But because of that, Tarkovsky does go steaming over. He's joined by Cody. Nathan Patterson remembers he's from Glasgow, and he's straight <laughs> over there as well. And all of a sudden, you've got people looking out for each other. Mm. We saw Tarkovsky, you mentioned it the other week at Leeds, when he yeah. was straight over to the lad who had a go at Gordon. And that what that does as well, Ped, is... It brings us into it as the fans, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? You start getting up then, and it, it creates that thing that you don't actually yeah. mess with us. And also, it'll it'll reveal who's on board and who's not, mm. you know, because I think, it, just mentioned it there, there's been too many players who, you know, want to do their own thing or have got a little bit of chip on the shoulder or whatever. Mm. I mean, there was a little thing with Anthony Gordon at the weekend, which I think has annoyed a few people, him having a go at Nathan Patterson. Mm. That'll, that'll soon get sorted out, that. Because someone will just grab him and go, we're not doing that anymore. Mm. We're not having that. We're, we're all in this together. Whether it be the players or the fans. Yeah, we're not in. We're not mm. doing that anymore. Whereas, you know, just been just been said there, like we had too, too many players who were just too scared. Michael Keane is one of the most timid centre backs I've yeah. ever seen in my mm. life. For the and that's just the way he is. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's just the way. Yeah. That's just the way he is. He's probably when he he's was a lovely Burnley, fella and He's probably had leave. someone you know bigger next to him, but yeah. you can't be like that at centre half. Even in these days, you can't. Mm. You need to. You need to. You know. Puff your chest out and mm. show what what you're all about. Mm. And in Cody and Tarkowski, we've got that now, and I think that's hugely important. We've been saying that for so long. When Mina was available, he'd wind he's people up. Yeah. Um, he's got it to a certain extent. Yeah, but the, it. But, but like with them, them though, it's you. You can tell it's slightly faux with mm. with these two. I wouldn't mess with these two. No. You know, <laughs> I just wouldn't mess with. You know, Connor Cody is from the mean streets of Newton Le Willow. Exactly I mean, as, as Dave careful. can testify, you know that area of the world is. You know, you don't. I mean, look that. at look at look at Rick Astley. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know he's never given up. He's Absolutely, never, ever given up. Um, so you don't mess around with that. You just mm. don't mess around with that area of the world. No. Mid-Cheshire, no. I imagine. Mid-Cheshire. Mid-Cheshire. I tell you what, it, it, it raised an interesting <laughs> point, which I hadn't really thought about, though. But Godfrey struggles to get back in this side at the moment, doesn't he? Mm. Said this Absolutely. to Ped. Said this to Ped the other day. Ben Godfrey is everything you, you kind of want in a centre-back. But he's mm. not at their level. He's got he's he's physically strong. He's lightning. He can't defend. But he can't defend. People have seen sort position... of miss this about Ben Godfrey. Yeah. He can't defend because he's a he's a defensive midfielder. He, no, but he, how much will he learn off playing with yeah, those yeah, two? Yeah. This I tell you what, this sort of reminds me of. I remember when I was I remember when we had Weir and Stubbs, but mm. we had Yobo as well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like. I remember at the time I was younger and you get a good player and you you think they should start all the time because you're a little bit fearful you're going to lose them. But you know if they weren't if Yobo wasn't good enough to play, which he he certainly wasn't better than Weir or Stubbs, then mm. that's just the way it was, and you've just got to get on with that. Mm. It's great to have people and your favourites, and you might be a little bit worried about losing people or what you've paid for people. 
But ultimately, you play the best ones, and he'll learn so much off those two. Yeah. And then he bit, off we Michael Keane. We had it with Lescott, didn't we? Yeah. Jolien Lescott come in, and don't forget, we had a centre-back partnership, and Jolien Lescott played at left-back. And, and we yeah, had Leighton yeah. Baines who we bought. And Leighton Baines was sub for it. Well, not mm. a year, but a long yeah, time. Was, Lescott yeah. got in as a left-back because he couldn't get in at centre-back. One other thing, thing with, with Godfrey is that he, he, for me, still embodies the old kind of mistake, mistakes Everton. And yeah. one thing that I think we've seen over the past few games is that, again, credit to Frank and the team, but like they've, they've cut out the amount of uh, unforced individual errors that we mm. were we were killed with those errors last yeah. season. Mm. So many mm. positions of things are starting to turn for us, and then we just shoot ourselves in the foot. And yeah. Hopefully, I know it's early, it's early days into yeah. this season, but they seem to have got the concentration back again, which is great. <laughs> Sorry, just on an aside, mentioning Yobo. Do you yeah. remember? Do you remember that great gag where Yobo's brother got uh, kidnapped in Nigeria, and the rumor was that Everton put up a million pound plus Tony Hibbert <laughs> for his release. <laughs> Get him out. Um, just going. I mean, just going back then to uh, just going back to what Andy's just said then. No, about unforced errors last season. We, had, I think it was twelve or thirteen. They've killed themselves. They've killed themselves. It's only Ibbett. It's only was worth five million alone, money, just for his fishing quality. Um, he was the big fish, literally. But those thirteen, twelve or thirteen goals we gave away unforced errors last season. Oh. If you just even half them this season, that's not after me. Let's no, have like none. No, but I'm, well, six goals and seven games. It's, it's also uh, the points in game. It's the it's the point in the games where those things happened as well. It was just like we, we just we went through a, almost like a weekly series of just like getting stuff turned around a little bit for us, and yeah. then just screwing up. Yeah. Five months. And completely yeah. the amount of unforced errors, the amount of goals that we brought upon ourselves mm. was unbelievable yeah. last yeah. season. It really mm. was. And the set pieces, and obviously. That's that come out over the weekend as well. Everton have faced 66 corners mm. and only conceded one goal this season. So that's, that's Did you bottle it on Saturday, though, eh, Sunday, sorry, mm. when um, Antonio was standing behind Begovic? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was absolutely screaming. Turn, I think I might have even shouted, turn round, you knobhead. He was full pantomime. It isn't even December. He was stood there <laughs> was like that. I was thinking he's going to edit out his hands and knock it in. And he sort of... He threw it out, and, he threw it out. and then he kind of looked as if to go, where did you come from? Antonio's not me, is he? He's not five foot nothing. He's massive. You can't miss him. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? <laughs> no idea. Full on Begovic. Oh, oh my God. You never go full on Begovic. Last season, he would have edited that out of his You're hand. You're not allowed to edit out the hands, though. No, we're not. But he was just there, wasn't he? You can't do that. Any- who just- was it who'd done it for Forrest? Crosby? Oh, I remember that Gary yeah. Crosby. Gary Crosby. Done it. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that anymore. No, no. Game's gone soft. It has. Game's gone soft. <laughs> I tell you what, talking about Begovic, I think that I think to have him as our number two, mm. as as the weekend proved, you know, we know how good Jordan Pickford is, and we know how important a position that is, obviously. Mm. But to have Begovic as our number two, as opposed to some slightly dodgy fellow you wouldn't really want to play in there, I think that gives us real strength. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, and I'm not worried about having Begovic between the sticks at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because as he proved once again, he's more than capable. He's he's a Premier League goalkeeper all day long. Mm. His last two games at Goodison, he's One kept clean wins. sheets, and they've both been big games. Newcastle mm-hmm. last season, which was a huge game, obviously, and he was steady in that. And then obviously Sunday. The only thing I'd say, Dave, me and Pet talked about this on the final word this weekend was he's six for five or something. So any like crossing, he comes and claims brilliantly. Nobody's ever, but corners, he seems mm. to get under. He it. gets under the gets ball. Under the it's ball. so strange, and I it's think like he's too tall. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Like it's going to hit him in the, the neck. Yeah, it's, it is, honestly, I don't, and I don't know whether this is this is something that stopped him being like really top. I don't know, but just the corners, yeah. I'd like him to come and take command. But yeah. everything else, like you say, everything else, he's. I mean, we've had some goalies where you like. I hope our keeper's not injured because we're in trouble. And yeah. with this fella, he, he is a, he's a calm goalkeeper, isn't he? So I think he, he made the big difference. Um, Andy, Neil Maupai, or as Ned calls him, Nial. We, I, you know, I, I don't know. I think I've, we've mentioned this before. Nial. Nial Maupai scored his first goal, and it was a good goal, wasn't it? And it was a goal almost out of nothing, really. Do you know what? I've watched the goal so many times, and, and every time I see that first touch, it gets better and better, mm. which is really weird. I don't want to keep going on about match of the day, but Ian Wright said it was a poor first touch for him, mm. which I, I completely disagree with. His mm. first touch in such a small 
you know, confined space with the defender kind of backpedaling. Took it away from the defender. You know? Oh, it was, it was great. It was a fantastic goal. And, we, mm. and, you know, we've been deprived of, um, you know, some good goal scoring at, uh, you know, at Everton for a while. And, mm. and if it can, he's got, you know, he was unlucky in, in the derby. You know what I mean? He yeah, yeah. scored in the derby. Mm. I feel like he's just the right kind of player for, for what we need. But um, he looks really sharp, really hungry, something to prove. He's a proven Premier League goal scorer. Mm. And he, he, he could be just what we need. It'd be interesting then. Calvert-Lewin may be coming back at some point and then struggling to get in the team. It's, it's good. Mm. There's, there's good pressure around the team at the moment now for, uh, for the positions, which is really important. That's something that we've not really had, where it's like, if you fit, you play. Whereas now there's actually a couple of... There's, there's pressure for each of these positions and that's, that can only be beneficial for the, for the team, I think. Dave? I agree. I agree. I think it was the speed with which he took it, to be honest with you. And likewise, mm. I've seen it back many, many times from every... I mean, it came to me fast as well from yeah. Iwobi. I mean, it, was a, it wasn't the easiest ball to control because mm. it did. I mean, Iwobi was really moving. Fired and, him, he, didn't he? And, he put, and he put pace on that ball. Um, but for him to turn, but it wasn't, you know, yes, I agree, Andy, I thought his touch was good, but it was the speed with which he, he got the shot away, because that was what, yeah. what made the difference, because yeah. it just seemed to take no time at all, and uh, yeah, he took it well, and and, um, and again, goals breed confidence, don't they, and I think it's it's good for him to actually get that, you know, under his belt so early in his Everton career, first win uh, as well for the side will have sort of boosted him up. And um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'd still like one more in there. And, oh, and right, I, yeah. that's, that's assuming that you don't count Rondon, which obviously you don't. Nope. Um, but I'd like one more in there by way of competition. But other than that, I'm pretty happy. I really liked Rondon's cameo, though. For the oh, three minutes. To be fair, he was good. It, for, for Rondon, he was really he, good for he, them last Honest time. to God, right, he nutmegged. Uh, one of the West Ham players, but it was so slow that the West Ham player couldn't quite understand what had just happened. No, no. It, was, it reminded me of like, I don't know, it reminded you know, like when you see in a film when something happens in slow motion, but like the fellow who's done it is a speedster. So it, his time, it's happening in real time. Mm. But for the other person, it's happening in slow motion. Mm. Rondon time. Yeah, Rondon time. Like the Matrix. Like Matrix. It was wasn't like it? the Matrix. Bullet time. Yeah, bullet time, he, yeah. Um, it's just the fact that he's got his socks rolled down. Oh. He's got big old shorts. He looks like a dad that's playing, you know, to make up the numbers at a yeah. kid's five-a-side at a party, but like doing loads of sly elbows like and stuff. Like that. Yeah, like me. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's, I'm, I'm in position. He looks, like, he looks like the teacher out of Kes. You know, just... Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. A slightly balding Bobby yeah. Charlton. Steps up. I mean, that is a reference, Kes. Oh my I God. Mean, all the youngsters will a get lot of the, yeah, the youngsters are all over that. Well, surely they're still learning it in school. They've got to learn it. Um, I t- uh, who else was good, though? Damari yeah. Gray was fantastic um, as well. Just Second half. I, I, I worried about him because I, <laughs> yeah. I felt like he might have gone off the boil a little bit, tail end of last season, mm. the beginning of this. But he's, he's I don't know, he, he seems to be um, caught up in the optimism. And if you see the video of the. the TikTok dance you were talking about earlier mm. on. He's the gritty. He's, he's forming. What's it called? The gritty. The gritty. He's forming a, a gritty really bush. good. What's it called? A gritty. The gritty. Bush. The gritty. Yeah, the gritty. Oh, the yeah. gritty. does it for United. Not that he scores very often. The breakfast. The breakfast host doesn't know what it is. The breakfast show host gonna drop this tomorrow. Oh yeah. He's gonna go. I was doing oh, the yeah. gritty. If he drops the gritty, people will be loving it. <laughs> Imagine that. That'll be my last show. If I drop the gritty. <laughs> Just mention it. Oh, he's too busy giving away Harley Davidsons or something on his radio station. That's what it's like, commercial radio, not just Harley Davidson. I mean, just on, just on, Damari Gray. I actually think he's our best attacker at the moment. Well, it's certainly not Anthony Gordon, Anthony Gordon's, Anthony Gordon's. He was poor, wasn't he? he Again, the last couple of games he's been poor, but Gray is... Gray's so infuriating, I think, as a player, because he, he shows you... All the ability he's got in certain moments. He's stronger than I thought. There was one on Saturday mm. below me in the first half and the Bullens. The ball come. And it was almost getting away from him. And he just knocked the West Ham player out the way. Got his foot on it. Turned and went. Mm. He went past two like they weren't there. And then kicked the ball out yeah, for a the, throw-in. The only thing that and wa- that was that <laughs> encapsulated yeah, yeah. him. The it's the end product, is, isn't it? The oh. only thing that winds up about him, really, is... There's times when he picks the ball up and we've got an opportunity to break and mm. he slows it down because yeah. he likes doing that thing where he stands still and then and then, he then, then goes because he knows he's got them for pace. Mm. But I'd love to see him just sometimes 
keep going at pace yeah, and, and yeah. try and catch the defenders on the back foot. Because mm. I thought yeah. that was what we dis- was disappointing on Sunday, if there was anything, was the amount of times we had chances to break and then mm. slowed the game down. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, we, we need to start hitting teams at pace. We've got plenty of midfielders now to join in and keep going. And maybe that's like the next thing the team has to learn to do. Mm. It's a bit of confidence, that I think. But then you've seen the, you've seen the um, what what can come of the standing still sick from when he fired the ball across. And if Dominic Carvin Lewin's there, he's got a tap in there. So that it, you know, he, or maybe his Malpai realizes he's gonna do, but he can throw himself into those areas. Maybe, right? When, when, when was the last time that you saw Everton score a goal on the break? I mean, I can't remember a goal we've scored on the break in ages. You know, I mean, we just don't do. Break. We don't break. Last season, like the best one was Man United. The way wasn't yeah, it? off yeah. their corner, it was fantastic. Sounds and we really, Andy, we should have had one in the last game. Yeah. That was a Liverpool mm. corner. That great mm. took her up the mm. pitch and give it to Malpai. We should have scored. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's that's what we. It's not our forte. No, not no. at all. Not at all. But, I mean, Dave, we saw Sunday, Abdelai Decore back in the squad and came on as a sub. This is a fella who last season was first choice for most of... Well, since he's been here, he's been first choice, really. Um, He started the season in the team as well. Obviously, unfortunately, got an injury at Villa. But to have someone like him who was automatically first choice and is now a sub... Doesn't that kind of give you a little bit of a an indication of, of the strength now maybe that we have in midfield? And probably the reason why, as Pep mentioned before, the manager is open to letting Alan, who's done all right for Everton, maybe move in this in, you know, before the before the Middle East transfer window shuts. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I did I thought exactly that as I saw Decore on the line, you know, about to come on and I thought, you know, here's somebody who was a first choice and I mean he looked like a world beater for us, you know, on his on, on, on his day. Mm-hmm. And here he is now trying to break into this midfield. Now that's not to say that he won't find a, a regular spot mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um but I do I do I think it shows the the strength that we have now. I mean I for me I, I thought that I thought that Gay uh, made a, a, a real difference in the middle. And, and I think in terms of allowing more space, certainly for Onana to play, mm, yeah. you know, you know, that situation where often you need, you need two very different midfielders in the middle. One's, you know, one's basically, one's a sort of babysitter for the other one <laughs> and basically gives them more space. And I think that's what Ghana does really, really well. And mm. I think that, you know, he's one of those players that quietly makes a real difference and he's really effective in the middle. And I think um, it's great to have him back. He's, he's got Makaleli type vibes. Absolutely, he's absolutely. Taking over, passes yeah. short, calm, slows the game down if we need to just to kind of chill, you know, like reset a little mm. bit and stuff as well. And so, the one um, thing that Alan, the one thing that Alan wasn't was, was calm. Yeah, you know, no, and this is the one thing with him is that you know he was anything but calm, yeah. and 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 you know he was always worth a, a card, mm. and and yeah, I mean I think we can probably, he's not a bad player at all, but I think we can probably do without him mm. at the moment in terms of what cover we have. Just just before we move on, Pedit Garner has slotted back in, hasn't he? And he, it's that car. I I've noticed he's he probably was always good, but he. Not having him, seeing him back, it's just how good he is in possession of the football. There's also the 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 fact that fans already know him, so there's yeah. not that bedding in period of going, "What does this fella do? Yeah, what yeah, is he yeah. good at?" Yeah. And I still mm. think, just mentioned it there about Alan, I still think people don't quite understand what kind of player Alan is, so they don't give him the benefits of the doubt. He'd probably be better with Garner. Whereas Garner's coming, yeah. you know exactly what he's going to yeah, do, yeah, yeah. and therefore. Fans just go. It's like he's never left, mm. and that just puts you at ease with it. And it, 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 it's a lot easier to, for him to adapt, uh, for us to adapt to the team mm. when you've got players like that. He's another leader in there, and and he'll help Anana immensely against someone who's come from, you know, playing in the French league, mm. you know, and mm. and and can help him bed into the team. And the, the three, the three in there have all got. They're all. Just slight variations of mm. the same sort of thing. You've got a Wobi who's break the lines, who's got the technical ability. Got Onana, big lad, but good in possession. Mm. Um, and and Garner's the common influence who breaks the play up. So it's it's a really really good three. Um, to do, you have. What, do you know what as well? They they seem to be working on this thing of getting Onana on the end of some of our crossings yeah. as well. Mm. So that, like it was encouraging going. For, if he nearly got on the end of a couple um, yeah. on Sunday, and if that kind of continues to work out, and maybe our set pieces get a little bit better, we might get some joy. Yeah. 
from headed goals, which is not like a, a thing that we've had loads of recently. Yeah, our well. set pieces are dire. Like that is that is the only issue. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not the only issue, but it is a big issue at the moment. The set pieces are awful, attacking wise, and it's something we need to do because, as Andy just said, they got players like Onana, Cody, Tarkowski. You got play, you know big lads to come back. Yeah, so we yeah. need to work on that massively. Mm. So. And so, Dave, I mean, a, a win. Obviously, it's six games unbeaten now for Everton in all mm. competitions, which is, I think, the Premier League is five unbeaten. There's only Man City and Spurs, I think, who've got the same record over that in terms of not losing games. So, are you feeling more optimistic as the weeks go by? I know we've talked about it's building, it's building, but that's two clean sheets on the run. Um, you know, when last season we we couldn't go probably two minutes at times without conceding a goal. So, does it feel as though things are are moving in the direction that, that you're looking for. Yeah, totally, because they've just made themselves, as I was saying before, just much harder to beat. And, mm. you know, you, um, there's, there's games coming up that I'm not concerned about mm. at the moment mm. because I think that we, I think we're as hard to beat as anybody at the moment on our day. And also, you know, as the as the, the front three start to gel a little bit and, you know, Dominic to come back in as well, is mm. that hopefully they'll add goals to that. But... Mm. You know the most important thing. That's why. That's why I'm not b- bothered about the draws that we've 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 been having of late mm. because we've not been getting beat, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. Because you know that goals will come after that, as 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 um, Sunday proved. And you know there wasn't a huge amount in it. You know between mm. us and West Ham, to be honest with you, it could have gone either way. But it went it went to us, and and I think it was you know it's about time that we did get a bit of luck. Mm. Andy. Yeah, hugely encouraging. Uh, there's a bit of a process going on. I know Arteta normally gets, you know, the whole trust the process thing, but <laughs> I, I, I think Frank and the team are, are doing a great job and they're, they're addressing, if I was to write down a list of the things that scared the life out of me about Everton last season, I feel like they're going through it, ticking it off <laughs> one by one. <laughs> I, I, and the main thing I keep going back to is just that they, they've, they're recapturing that sense of... Um, the way they celebrate together, that winning mentality mm. that was they there. They look a team, the don't they? Yeah, yeah. they look like a team. A bit more exactly. of an identity. You know, turning up for each other and looking out for each other. Mm. And that's just something, regardless of results and where we end up and all that kind of stuff, that's all I want from, from watching Everton, a little bit of like being shithouses again. It's been a long time, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, as the lads have just said there, just to finish, it's be hard to beat turn, we we talked about it last season them draws can we turn yeah. sorry the defeats can we turn them into draws and they can we turn the yeah. draws into wins is that, that have an identity like isn't it you want, we've mm. been crying out for identity for a long time players you like yeah. players you can get behind and players um, that you can see working for each other and that mm. seems to be happening but can I just go back to something yeah, Andy go, said go. Andy said uh, you you mentioned there about about uh, Match of the day, editing Everton out. Have, mm. have either of you ever been on a TV show that you've done that when you saw the final product, it would it completely edited you completely different from what you'd recorded? And I, I think this might be more for Dave because I remember yeah. back in the day he did a lot of talking head things for BBC yeah. Three and Channel Five and things like yeah. that. If I remember, yeah. Well, there was a whole spate of those. What. What I used to refer to as I love being on the telly program because it was, <laughs> I love the 90s and I love the 80s and I love the World yeah. Cup and I love music and I love whatever. Um, and yeah, I did do quite a few of those. I was, I mean, they're hilarious, by the way. I mean, without giving away, well, I will give away entirely the, state, the, the, the trade secret because what happens is you have these people and they come in and they've got a list of things and they kind of go, uh, right, what, what do you want to do? And you kind of go, right, well, I'm going to talk about Beckham in the World Cup or I'm going to talk about this or I'm going to talk about Liz Hurley's dress. And they're going, yeah, you can't do that because someone else has done that. Right? So, so you can't do that. that we've already got that. So then you, they, you go further down the list and they kind of go, right, can't you, can't you do that one? Can't you do the – and they kind of go, I don't know anything about that. And they kind of go, right, this happened, that yeah. happened, that happened, the other happened. And then they roll and you're going, I remember the time. <laughs> and they walk down the catwalk and, oh, their heel went and it was the funniest <laughs> thing. How was that? Good. Yeah, lovely, 200 quid. And that's what happened, right? Now, I've never – I've Dates never ruined TV for me now. Yeah, it's over. I've never, I've never um, been edited unfairly in one of those. However, there was a program which I wish I'd been edited out of entirely, which was, 
<laughs> which is Hole in the Wall, which oh, is up yeah. there with, oh, with my, yeah. my televisual highlights, which saw me come down, and, and can you even believe this, saw me come down a slide on a stage in Glasgow between the legs of Anne Diamond. And it's <laughs> like something which is a bizarre dream, but it actually happened. And there I was in this silver suit with a red helmet on, looking like a baked potato, as everybody does in that program. Um, yeah, and I could have could have happily been edited out of there. But there you go. That was an amazing concept, that program. Do you know? Do you know? Well, here's here's the thing, Ped, and you're absolutely right because this is what amused me is that they filmed it in Glasgow. That wasn't the funny bit. The funny bit was the fact that you all fly up there, and then there's there's someone at Glasgow Airport with one of those signs. You know, like when you get off yeah. the plane at, at Tenerife and you're looking for a Sun Tours <laughs> or whatever, right? So there's somebody there with a sign, and so you go up, and it says BBC Hole in the Wall or something. So anyway, you stand there, and you don't know who you're on with. And then there's this magical mystery tour. So there was Anne Diamond, right? There was a guy who was Nasty Nick from EastEnders. Oh, yes. Uh, there was Sophie Anderton, the model. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe that was it. I don't know. Anyway, it was we all got in this car. And, and we're driving to the studios, and I kind of said, you know, so this is going to be fun, isn't it? And they all, and I kid you not, kind of go, I've got no idea what the program is. <laughs> and I thought, hang on, you've just flown up from wherever you've come from, London for the most part, and you've flown up to Glasgow for a show that you have not a clue about. And I then had the the task of explaining to them this concept, which, as Pez said, is the weirdest concept. So I said, you get put in this suit, right? They then have these walls with different shapes in them, and the walls come towards you. And if you like don't Tetris. make the right shape... Yeah, like Tetris. And if you don't make the right shape and go through the, the whole... Are you with us, Baz? And then if you don't go through the thing, then you get knocked into a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Honestly, and, and I, I kid you not, and I literally had these three faces completely oh. blank just looking back at me like I'd just landed from Mars. Oh, my And I God. thought, this is bonkers. And, and, you know, sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I did worry, though. When I, when I saw the title, Hole in the Wall, I did think it was the lavs at King's Cross Station. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I thought it was a show where he just went the bank and just got money out the castle. The Hole in the Wall. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I see that on. I'll see send that it on. You. you know when you watch Amish Celebrity? Yeah. And they're like sat there and they're going, I've, I've no yeah, idea no what's happened. Never seen the show before. I'm thinking it's been going for like 20 years or something. Surely mm. you've seen it. Some genuinely happens. Surely if you, if something says I'm a celebrity and you're in the jungle, surely you say, what are we yeah. doing? Just give me a quick. Yeah. And the minute they go spiders and snakes, I'd just be, you just say the door there closed, are, I'd be gone. There are, I do like TV programs that have just a weird collection of people. Like my only one time of doing television, I was, there was me. Donny Tourette's, I don't know if anyone remembers. Remember Donny Tourette's, yeah. Uh, Lee Latchford Evans from Steps. Belton yeah. Evertonians. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Evertonian. Yeah, yeah. They were all Evertonians because it was, it was oh, an, I see, it was an Evertonian. Donny Tourette's Donny Tourette's an Evertonian. Okay. Uh, and uh, Simon O'Brien used to yeah. be in, in, mm -hmm. in Channel Brookside, 4 in yeah. Brookside. And, and we were all in London and playing in this. Popped thing. up post and a uh, property. Yeah, show. he does a property yeah. thing now. We were but all anyway, in this yeah. show and it was just, it was just, it was just, Donny Tourette was, was yeah. so nervous. He was drinking pints of Strongbow before we were going to have a game of footy. With, with Neville I mean, Southall, that's, that's an issue. Dave Watson, Adrian Heath within our team. It was it was b the most bizarre thing I've ever, yeah. like obviously for me, it was, most it was hosted by Ian Wright and Neil, uh, Helen Chamberlain. And the week mm. before, oh, I, yeah. I got to get picked by the team to get in the oh, team. Yeah, and yeah, Neil yeah. Warnock was the man who picked me. But the, the, when they edited it, they made me look shite. But there was this other lad who they <laughs> made... Like no, no, Ned says he's crap. Genuinely I've right. There was this other lad who, who was, who, who was, uh, was half-decent. And they made him look boss. And then this lad kicked off because I got picked in the team. So the editor to make it look like there was like this Division big beef. Yeah. And I was terrible. Yeah. And Neil Warnock was just picking me because my wife was an Evertonian. Prick. Anyway, so... <laughs> so, so and then we had to go, and play, then we had to go and play this game at the Beckham Academy. And there's all players and Lee Sharp was there. And all. it was just, it was just mental. It was like my taste of... Uh, Jason Manfield doing his first gig. They did this like Jason Manford. Manford that did this after after show thing where we and I was on the couch. It, it was so bizarre. Mm. It's like what was it, two thousand and eight in the Beckham Academy, and they put us up, and I had all that where they met us with the sign and all that, and we were driven, and it was it was the most bizarre thing in the world just to be playing footy with Donny Tourette and one of the members of and Steps, Dave Watson and Dave Here Watson. 
Incredible. No, but he, they, <laughs> me, they made me look. I don't mind all that, but they made me look shite. No, you're not classy. So, you, you're not shite at all. So they've, but that they've gonna do that to try and build one exactly, yeah. hard luck story of, mm. of the boy wonder and then you, which is Everton. So if you're watching Stuart Twist. <laughs> not bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Peter McPartland's opinions are not necessarily shared by the other members of the 1878. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> on anything. On anything. Yeah. Um, back to you. Okay. Back to you for the the random section. Yeah, uh, you you I'm quite happy to say you are now the proud owner of an air fryer, a ninja so air fryer, a ninja grill, seven in fryer, one, a seven in one, seven in one. So explain the the delights of the seven in one ninja air fryer. Other air fryers are available, I'm sure. I don't know whether they are. Okay. Uh, well, it's just an air fryer, isn't it? But it's also a grill, so you can basically cook anything on it. So I'm, I'm trying to experiment and see what I can cook on it. At the so moment. what's the what's the what's the like? You know, what's the concept of the air fryer? <laughs> Tell us. What the fuck do I know? I'm not Mr. Air Fryer, <laughs> am I? You've been going on about it. You stick things in a pan, you stick them in the air fryer and you cook. By air. By air. Hot air. Nice, okay. I'm so there you go. Is, is it, the, uh, is it the, the modern version of... Do you remember in the 1970s and the 80s we had chip pans and obviously... There was lots of late night government adverts about chip pan fires <laughs> from, from the pub, yeah. putting wet mm. tea towels on them. Mm. Is yeah. it the modern chip pan, the chip pan for twenty twenty two? Without the fat and the grease and all that kind of um, thing. Um, See, I, my confusion is the fact that I, and I've, I've never really thought into this, you know, hugely, but I thought that the whole concept of frying was more of a wet process, <laughs> right? And by moist, that, moist. if you're cooking, if you're cooking moist, yeah, if you're cooking something which is reliant upon hot air to cook it, is that not roasting, which is more of an oven-based process? Well, Disgust. I mean, it is an oven in a way, That's but a when you point, think about eh? it, if you if you're if you're making chips, you're going to get moist chips, moist greasy chips. Mm. These are crispy chips because it's air fried, and that's the difference. See. So when you get them, you can take. There's, there's a crunch to them, like when you go to. But, but uh, so same with oven chips, though. No, sure. oven chips are rubbish. They're not. They're not. Oven chips have come a long way. I oven think if, if you get one of those food. trays with holes in the bottom, yeah. oven chips have come a long hey, way. We've got something that will cook in five minutes. Honestly, amazing. Bang. Price amazing. of gas, though. You know. Oh, that, I mean, now that's I think, what you got to yeah. think about the price of gas. You know, you know we're going to be, gonna be cut off soon. So you've got to get on board. The air fryer. People who have air fryers absolutely love. It's almost like a cult. It's a cult. The whole air fryer. It's a thing. cult. It's a cult. See, Is I it healthier? I'm, I'm, it's, it's healthier. Yeah. Okay. I would also like to find out more about the seven-in-one, uh, yeah, aspect which yeah. you mentioned okay. before. I, I get, okay, I get the frying and the grilling. That's two. Oh, what are the other five uh, components? There's uh, the. That's a good point. There's please, thank you. Okay, point. so there's the grill. There's the flat plate grill, which is slightly different. So that's number three. Uh, what, what's the difference between both the grill? still grilling those. One's it's a grill, grilling. like a traditional with the grooves, and one's yeah. like a flat. Another so you know grill. when you go, no, when you see like in a. a like at the diner, and they have the flat plate, and right. they just throw food on it, just and cooks just really quickly. Plate, yeah, yeah. Griddle. A, griddle. Yeah, there's a dehydrator. Like I don't the think, gritty. I don't think I'm ever going to use the dehydrator, <laughs> if I'm honest. The dehydrator. Yeah. So that's like for like fruits and stuff. Take the water out. Yeah. There. Okay, so there's four. Yeah. Right. So there's three to go. Um, I think there's an oven. Uh, an oven. So we're claiming an oven. So there's four. So you got two to go. Well, I mean, back to my point other. about oven shit. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna. I can't. Have... I'm not gonna use the other two. I don't Could know I put Can you bring it in shit. next week? Can you bring it in next yeah. week? Yeah. It's yeah, quite yeah. big. I feel like I put you. It's quite big. I'll I feel like I put you on the spot a little bit. And... I feel, I feel like I put you on the spot. It's not like I haven't got Google, is it, where I could just find out? But no, there, there's there, another air fryer story, in next though. Like show well, and tell. Isn't it? There's another oh, air fryer. Imagine that. Air fry story. That imagine it, if you brought something in, brought it in next week, yeah. and you can cook something on the table. Yes, there, yes, 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 yes. Just, And taste it. In fact, and test listen, it. listen, because this podcast is, what, about, well, you know, it's just shy of an hour. So you've got yep. plenty of time to set it up, put something in, cook it, and then yep. demonstrate the eating process for us. We can do a whole show until next week. That's I'll... episode, what, three, four? It's Our awesome. listeners could, could vote on what, what Ped cooks in there. What it's about not that? Saturday yeah. morning kitchen or whatever it's called. Like James Martin, so you could be like chopping, and this is what I'm doing. We can just have a chat, and every yeah, now and again absolutely. we could have a sip of pretend wine like they do. And... That is the worst format for TV in the world. See, this is where we are now with TV. This is what I was talking about. Mm. Fella cooking food while some no mark, normally 
one of the Mills from previous girl bands is going on about some shite album that no one's into bringing it back out and then once in a while she'll go oh that's nice I'm sure Dave's been on one of these shows it's nonsense yes bring back proper TV <laughs> Tim Lovejoy he sold himself out he had a great gig going on top, on Soccer AM and I'm he soft. ruined it by becoming all breakfasty what's wrong what's Pet. wrong go on Pet, are you bringing your air fryer in next week or not? I can't, it's too big. I'll send you photos. Can you not borrow an estate car from somebody? Please, come on. I feel like the people... Baz will give you a hand out from the car park. Uh, Have you seen Baz? He's small. I'm strong, no. Come on, bring it in. Bring Bring it in. in. Let's go. Um, (laughs) It's up to you, mate. Where are you going with that? Uh, I'm taking it to work. The lads want to see me grill something. There you yeah. go. Let's see if he can actually use it. Bring it in. Bring, Bring it in. in. Bring, Bring it in. in. <laughs> it doesn't cook. A bloody wall pushes me into a pool. <laughs> Can't cook, won't cook. He's on. Um, a pool of boiling fat. <laughs> um, Ned asked, asked yeah. me about camping before. Yeah, hang on. Air oh, fry, oh, bake, roast, reheat, dehydrate, uh, and grill. I'm not having reheat. Why? Because now here's 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 to be fair, about one. four of them are the same yeah, thing. The same thing. Go on, Dave. What's the difference between roasting and baking? Because mm, both you, take place in a dry oven environment, I think. You bake cake. Maybe we can bread. find this out for next week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm willing. I'm willing to. Yeah, let's sit around. <laughs> We're gonna go into the Great British Bake Off debate next week, aren't we? Um, camping. Discuss very quickly. Are you uh, a fan? Are you I, not I, a fan? It's something I did when I was a kid loads. Mm. Would you do it now? Not a chance. Mm. Not a you chance. You see, I, I, every now and again this crops up. Yeah. And it? Like, there was one in the summer and the footy team draft plays for yeah. were like, oh, we'll, we'll take the kids to this place and we'll all... And I was like, is there a hotel nearby? Because mm. I'm not being funny. It's 2022. Mm. I want to be able to go to the toilet if I need to. Yeah. I want to watch telly if I need yeah. to. I want to sleep on a bed. It's it camping just isn't for me, no. lads. Are you fans of camping or or aren't you? I've been once camping to mm. Ilfracombe in Devon about ten years ago, and I purposely bought the exact same tent that my mate Jamesy's got. And the reason for that was this: is the fact that I knew that Jamesy knew how to assemble and disassemble said tent, therefore leaving me out of the equation. And I kindly volunteered to take the kids for ice cream while he was going through this process. Right, so that's where I am with camping. I don't mind the process that much, and I think that you'll find that as the as the economy crunch yeah. bites even more over the next year, we'll be I living in more tents. Getting on board in terms of that's where you spend your holidays on a cliff in North Devon with an air fryer. <laughs> I like, uh, Andy, go on with an air fryer. I like I, I like camping. I like it. We we go okay. quite a bit as a family. It's good. Give it give it a go. I say give camping a go. It is all that stuff though, isn't this? Is what I remember as a kid. Is is you know you, it it it's pissing down. You are in Devon most. I, I remember that. And mm, um, normally, yeah, it's you're in the middle of nowhere and you're on a big campsite and. You're having to put the... It starts raining, and then you're mm. having to put the thing together, and then you put it down, you put it down quick, you throw it in a bag, and then you forget about it, and then you go back to it, and you find it's rotted or full of mould or, mm. or something. Nah. No, it's not... It's, it's not... not no, I've, you know, I've lived a little bit now. I'm, I'm not going back yeah. to that. No. I'm not going back to the trenches. No. No, not, not, no chance, but... Um, Dave just... Dave brought something up before. It is International Week this week, so obviously there's no Everton game this week. And on one hand, you can say, like Andy did... Oh, bit of momentum we had and pity it's out but on the other on the other side it gives Jordan Pickford that chance mm-hmm. to recover Dominic Calvert-Lewin should be available but there is international games this weekend I I'm not a huge fan of the international mm-hmm. games I like the finals I like like the World Cup finals and I like the mm-hmm. European Championships when they're on um, the qualifying and Nations League I'm, I just can't be bothered with it all but mm-hmm. where are we obviously the world cup is in qatar in uh, november and i'm sure we'll do more on that when we when it's here but in terms of your favorite world cup only because you said it before dave on the talking heads program where you you, you got your stuff knocked back what is your favorite i, mean, I could have said anything i mean i could have favorite flip-flops or anything well we, we'd have been discussing <laughs> flip-flops now but you mentioned world cup so mm-hmm. we're going there uh, what mm-hmm. what was mm-hmm. your what's been your favorite world cup um, Great answer. Question. He's not ready for that, was he? 
totally not ready. That was I don't know. I can notes. tell you what my favorite. I tell. I, t- I tell you what my favorite tournament was generally. If we can include the Euros, and this okay, was from a purely on, selfish yeah. point of view, was Euro two thousand and four because we spent a month in Portugal. <laughs> that, that is a good brilliant. reason. Lovely. I'm really, it was yeah. really yeah. good. Honestly, it's one of the, the best. The best work trips I've ever had. You know, Germany 2006 was all right, but wasn't a patch on Portugal. Okay. Uh, for me, it's Italia 90. Uh, that Just that World Cup with Nessun Dorma and uh, just how invested in it we were. And there's some great characters, you know, like Klinsmann and Lineker. And it was, mm. it was just there was some massive football characters. And also, it was, it was still... Roger Miller. Oh. Yeah, that, you know, what was he? 21 at the time. Yeah. He's still 21 now. Yeah. But, I mean... It was it was that era when football commentary still sounded like it was done. I think it probably was done down the telephone, yeah. so it felt like quite far away and all that kind of stuff as well. And it was uh, it was just it was it, it was the tournament that took football to the next level, didn't it? Really, I yeah. think in terms yeah. of yeah, it was like the Premier League that, and everything like that as well. So yeah, it was like the tournament that bridged the old and the new, wasn't it? Mm. And, you know, would yeah, that be it, your favourite ninety? Probably. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say ninety. Must have only been about six, weren't you? Yeah. Six and a half. Um, <laughs> no, I, what was I? It was, tw- I was t- 11, I was. Uh, yeah, it was like that. It was like, yeah. And I was in, funny enough, funny enough, I was camping in France. Right. And this is where football has come from. We were on a campsite in France. Uh, football that originated on this campsite. Of course it did. Yeah. Um, but we were all, we were watching England versus Ireland. And we had to get some guy to open up a bar Can and we were, we were all we were all uh, huddled around this little TV and that just shows you how far football has yeah, come yeah. you know now you'd you know, you'd be the screens Fire everywhere that, so yeah. I imagine the tents have TVs now that's how far we've yeah, come but that's where, that's where and I remember we got back to Dover to get the crossing and it was full of Scots because they'd been knocked out early of course and mm. it was just full of Scots in, in Dover going home so that you know that has, that has those other memories mm. so and you're, 90, I think Euro 96 was amazing if you're bringing the Euros into it because that was very much actually like, do you know what yeah, yeah. that I'm was a coming that. of I'm age I think for a, lot, yeah, for a lot of and people and it was just a good time as well as yeah. music wise it yeah. was a great time yeah Euro yeah. 96 I think yeah, let's, let's, a, let's go with that it was like a real as a whole Real coming of it. I remember one of the three big things I remember is the bars in Liverpool were allowed to stay open until four, and that was like a fundamental shift in, mm-hmm. in yeah. for a, for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bars were allowed to stay, and it felt like Liverpool was like there was fans everywhere. And I actually went to Anfield to watch Italy versus Russia and bought a ticket off a Russian sailor because no one could get visas, and he had a stack of them, and he sold them for like £25 each, and they were £35 tickets. And just these two hulking big sailors just handing out tickets. I mean it wouldn't happen now clearly mm. but um so that was like a that was like a big 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 change I think in football as well for a lot of us. So yeah, that would be that would be definitely be my favourite today. You're on ninety six. Also the the the, the 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 team coming back on the um you know, to the airport in Italia 90 as well. Oh. It's a long time since you've seen, yeah. fa- you know, crowds turn out for an England team mm. like that. You know, I mean, that was an amazing moment too with Gaza with his, uh, you know, fake belly and boobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the was, front of his tracksuit and everything. That was that was brilliant. I, I mean, I the, my favourite one is uh, 82 as a kid, you know, in Spain, 82, Brazil, you know, as a 10-year-old. Um, just saying. I can't 10. remember anything about that tournament. What no. was what was the highlight of that tournament? It was just Italy. Do? Italy won it. Italy beat Germany in the final, but Brazil were unbelievable. And, and me and Ped were talking about this the other day because it was the era before you could you knew every single player because you can watch YouTube or footage on every day of the week. Mm. So you only saw these players every four years, really. And so in '82, you had Zico, Socrates, <laughs> eight there. Junior, you know, just oh, yeah. unbelievable footballers and some of the best players ever to play the game. Playing, All smoking thirty a day, yeah, and exactly. Socrates eighty a day, smoking and strolling through games. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you had, you know, you had uh, Giuseppe. Rossi. Very much the Rondon era, Gianpaolo Rossi. Yeah, Rondon, <laughs> Rondon, they were perfect in that era. But you know, they beat Germany and all that. And I remember, I remember running home from school because um, England were playing France at four o'clock. And I legged it home from school and got in. And England scored after 27 seconds. Brian Robson with the header. We beat France 3-1. And it was it was brilliant. And um, the kits and Wasn't all that. Wasn't that a different system it. as well? It wasn't like a group. 
system. It was, was that it? was a group, but then you got through to the next oh, round, yeah. and there was another group with three teams. Didn't England, England, England got, never lost. Never lost. And they got knocked two out, draws and went yeah, on. Yeah. Kevin Keegan missed the sitter to take us through. Um, him and Brockinger being injured, and he played in that third, the, the second game. I feel like we're giving away our best World Cup content that we're we're, we're really we'll going to need. We're we'll really going to need all this stuff. No, we'll Save it for the DVD. We'll come back to yeah. it. But uh, Darren, Euro '96 were fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Is there anything else, gents? Random before we wrap up. I need to go. No, I, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, that was I it. Think... All you had to say was, "No, we're done," and I'd have gone sound. There was no read. I mean, Andy last week, my dad said, "Where did Andy go towards the end?" I said, "Well, you know, he, he went full hard." He had a train to get. He yeah. did. I told him. I told him. Shut yeah. It's, it's because this podcast she's, is so well-structured. The structure's brilliant. It's just as obvious. Hey, time. if you had a ninja, that cheese toasty would be so much better. Honest to God. And quick. Well, and, you, and quicker. As you can demonstrate for us next week. Can't <laughs> wait for next week. Can't yeah. wait for next That's week. That's it. Join us next week where Ped goes full live demonstration of food. Never been done before on Toffee TV. It may never be done again. Those, um, those, those Birkenhead Market um, knockoff t-shirts you got in the background are going to go like Roman candles. <laughs> hey, that's it. One of them is a, a children... Oh, you can't see that one. It's there. Yeah, whatever. Nice one, and Right, that's us done. Big okay. thanks to both like of any you. any of us have ever been to Birkenhead? Never. Never? I mean, I, I have, but... Only... We used to go to Birkenhead Market all the time when I was a kid. We used yeah. to go there a hell of a lot that's... for... Uh, my, um, my nana bought us some aftershave there for Christmas. And it was Cal- and boxer shorts, Calvin Club uh, boxer shorts instead of Calvin Klein. Calvin Club, Birkenhead Market. Fair Calvin play. Calvin Club. I mean, you can't. I mean, that's a great note to leave it on, isn't it? It is Calvin Jesus Club. My God, Calvin there you go. Club. Leave it there. Leave, leave it there. there. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers to the lads for joining us. We'll be back next week with Ped's live demonstration of air frying food. Thanks for watching. See you later. <laughs>